Slam Shankland and Josh Janelli put the sheep to the slaughter. Unfortunately, the fate is still in Aberdeen's hands. My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Hammy, Cameron and Simon. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. I thought we were going to... Start up on a positive. You've instantly brought us crashing down to earth by the way that I've But he's an Aberdeen <laughs> fan, did you not know? He only supports the team that finishes in third. Well, I was going to say, Paddy, so last week you were saying, like, I, uh, Cameron can't make it because he's on holiday. Simon's on holiday. Uh, Simon's working, which is fair enough. And then you just said, and Jarvie's in Aberdeen. Like, what do you think I was doing in Aberdeen? Get your season ticket for the seagull stand. <laughs> I was I was working in Aberdeen. I was there on holiday. <laughs> I wouldn't have let you on a rig like you'd definitely burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, probably. Um, well, yeah, and a full house that concludes last week's by ourselves. Ooh, bunch of glory hunting bastards that we are. <laughs> Back to winning ways. Um. We'll jump into the news. Uh, quite a lot of stuff to get through. A game to look back at, two games to look ahead at. Um, and going back a wee bit now, considering we've already played, but to discuss it, Peter Haring's ridiculous red card, which was the your main topic of conversation between the two of you on last week, it was overturned by the SFA. How shocked were you that it was actually overturned? I mean, it wasn't a red card, so... I don't even think he touches the guy that he's been red carded against, so probably the right decision. I know it's the SFA and they hate hearts, but still. Hmm. Just couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe they actually done something which didn't just protect the referee. Absolutely shook. Still am. Gives you almost a bit of faith in the organisation running. (laughs) 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 Went fishing there. Um, so I and Haring played um, at the weekend there and wanted to jump in here and talk about it now. Where are we at, or where are you at individually with Peter Haring? Um, we've done a, a very controversial Broken Hearts tweet, getting lots of engagement over should we trigger his one-year contract extension or not, and it's a real divide through the fan base, and I think it's a split between you boys as well. So what, what do you think? Paddy, kick us off. Uh, I'm fine if he stays and I'm fine if he goes uh, I think if he stays he should be a squad player but like I said in the chat the other day we said this about four years ago so I <laughs> <laughs> could break down again you could <laughs> anytime yeah. he's still 29 or something is he not though younger than us oh he's definitely younger than us yeah I don't think he's fair yet late 20s somewhere Oh, he was born in 1993, three years younger than me. So Jesus. <laughs> second the second of June, his birthday soon. All the big 30 for Peter Haring. And next couple of weeks. Good. Well, well, yeah. Hopefully he doesn't get another concussion. I like him, I do, but I, I I don't know. I think against the better teams, every time he seems to play against Celtic and Rangers and things, he's it's just not as good. And 
he's had his injury issues and like if he does sign that one year extension, I'll no be disappointed, but I wouldn't push the boat out for him. I think if Definitely. this season was to tell you anything, we do need more depth. And if he's willing to be a squad player, then absolutely. I think that'd be the kind of level we'd want as a squad player. But if we're reliant on him, that's a totally different thing. And there was some of the comments underneath your tweet was, I don't know, it, I thought he was okay at the weekend. I thought there was points where he, he missed a lot of headers, like mm. went up for a lot and missed them. But I thought he was okay. To say that he was outstanding on Saturday. I don't know what game people were watching. That's like the the, the level for outstanding. That bar is very very low if, if that's what his performance was. But um, mm. no, I think he's fine. I think he's fine. I think he'd be a it'd be somebody that'd be good to keep around. Um, and I think there's a bit of continuity as well. Like you you are going to lose people. It's it's quite good having that player that's been there a while and gets. It. I think he does get. It. Um, I, I think there's, there's plenty of benefits in keeping him, but not as a fully reliant first-team starter. It's a fair point. I think if Michael Smith, if he moves on in the summer and Haring stays, he'll become our longest-serving player. Yeah. Um, all very logical. Simon, what do you think? He's probably our best centre mid right now. Devlin's flying again when he wants but to. As soon as Haring's come back in the squad, Devlin started playing a bit better. I think it's definitely the weakest area on the park for us. <laughs> That or right back, and we need to invest. But I wouldn't be against seeing Harren in the squad. He's not going to be the worst centre mid we've got in the squad next year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did have Robert Snodgrass who fucking Judas us. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened, which didn't help. But um, we we've been playing better since he's he came back in. So is that saying something? Like we we look so much better with him in the centre of the park. They never look yeah. brilliant, but we do seem to play better when Devlin and Harren are in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think one, one thing to weigh up is we're going to have Keel next season. And do you really need Haring and Keel? Haring's the better player. Clearly, he's getting his game over them. But I think I think we compare them because they're similar sizes and shapes, but they're not actually very similar players. Do you not I think, think? I think, I think Keel's, Keel's a lot more mobile. It's not hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not, but he is. Mm-hmm. I think Keogh gets a bit of a hard time as well. I think, see, when he comes on in games, especially like in that last 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and we've got to kind of settle it and control it, I think he's really good at that. Yeah. Uh, it does break up the game quite well, Keogh. All the dogs work, but uh, it's just the funny one. It's just such a big guy in that role. Eh? It's a lot of money for, for a guy that does that role, is the uh, thing. We may need to see him improve. Like, we just, or it's going to be a waste of money. Uh, but, uh, the, yeah. but the money thing is like... A, if we hadn't spent that on him, there's no way we'd have been kind of he wouldn't have been put down as much as he had. No, nah, purely because of that cost. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I can't wait for Benny to come back. That's what hinges on, isn't it? It's how what does Benny come back like? Mm. And, but we can we rely on him as like an actual option all season? So I don't think we can. I think we have to basically plan with, without Benny. And if you've got him there, <laughs> then that's a, a bonus. A funny one as well because he's was it a three year deal, so this is the last year of it. So, mm. you know, it's you got to imagine it takes a good chunk of the year. If he did come back at the beginning before he's anywhere near, if he gets back to that level, and then if he does, have you got him at the end of the season if he's fit? Like it's it's a really strange position now with one year left. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wonder. I feel like Benny hasn't even played ten games for us. 
Oh, he definitely has. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when he first came in and we were all like, like hearing that he was injury prone and it we were like, oh, he seems fine. And then we've not seen him for like a year and a half now. <laughs> right. uh, he's made 27 appearances for Hearts. Is it as much as that, was it? Yeah. Oh dear. Post that testimonial. <laughs> right, we've got a lot to get through. Let's get moving. All right, well, what we're going to do now is jump into a very, very early Jumbles kickback to hear if Peter Haring is indeed for the glue factory or not. Away and don't talk a lot of shame. Guess, guess what the <laughs> it's going to be like. Um, <laughs> just kick off. See, I'm going to say it certainly slows everything down in midfield. I just don't get the loving with Haran. More often than not, it takes the impetus out of attack with his two or three touches, then sideways or backwards, 10 foot pass. He broke up more hearts attacks a day than an Aberdeen player. <laughs> I wouldn't renew his contract. Um, <laughs> Nah, I think he's done. Very slow. If he's happy being a sub, then give him a year, but he won't be starting games for me. I like Pete, but he misplaces a fair few passes these days. It's the end of the road for him for me. Um, <laughs> Haring has served his purpose for the club. However, he just slows everything down. Maybe he's asked to do that, but it must be frustrating if you're one of the attackers. Surprised he wasn't taken off sooner. He looked rotten. Um, people say he played okay because they won't let go of the old Peter Haring. It's that simple. And maybe people are just holding on to fond memories. Um, but that was the general theme. Everybody uh, wasn't too keen to um, keep Lewis some, obviously. But uh, there was another player I think we want to talk about, if you want me to go through. Um, Jarvis, yeah. another player who we'll get on to, who's the complete opposite. Um is Josh Ginelli. Some mm-hmm. comments about him is, I just don't understand why we haven't given Gino exactly what he wants. Gino is worth £10,000 per week. You won't replace a player of his quality for less, whether it's transfer fee or a free transfer. At some stage in our lives, we have to rip up the wage structure and actually pay what the players are worth. Gino falls into this category. I have no problem paying the likes of Gino, Shankland, etc., more than wages. Um, somebody else says, start of the season, some people wanted him duct taped to GMS and fired out of a cannon. What a difference a uh, season. Camera does. <laughs> hey, I like GMS. <laughs> um, somebody says, he was pretty poor on the wing last season, lazy and lacked a bit of brain, to be honest. However, he's been... A completely different animal for us this season up top. Is that 13 goals he's on now? Him and Shankland are the best strike force we've had since Bednar and Jan Pouks. Yes. What a shame. So uh, two players there coming to the end of their deals and two completely different um, opinions. Among both, I don't know who what, what you agree with there. Mm. Right. I'd love to get Janelli signed. I genuinely would. But does Ginelli want to stay? Is that maybe the issue? Well, Simon, according to a, another exclusive by Barry Anderson, <laughs> Ginelli very much does want to stay, but he wants okay. to get paid properly. I think, but reading between the lines, it sounds like he's wanting money that's close to what Lauren Shanklin's on, basically. And Shanklin's our second eye star in our buying Craig Gordon. But how does he not deserve that? How exactly. Is he- Aye, he's he's been our second best player this year. 
Behind Lauren Shankland. Mm-hmm. It's not cheap to live in Edinburgh either, so pay the man as well. <laughs> I, got, I don't know what you thought, but I got the impression that that um, clap when he went off, when I think he thought he was injured, might be, but it looked very much like a farewell when he came off the pitch. I, we both said that. I, really? I never read it like that. I just felt like done like a bit of a 360 clap in all the stands and like walking away. There was an energy to it. Unusual for him because he doesn't really seem to show much emotion on the pitch, which is oh. what kickbacks really criticised him for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he even smiled after. I, I think, I think, just, he, like he shows plenty of emotion, he just doesn't smile a lot. Like he gets mm-hmm. fuming. Like when, <laughs> see, when I think it was older, could have cut it back to him and he shot right at the Aberdeen keeper. He was like slamming the ground and smacking the ground. Like I do think he shows emotion, just doesn't seem to smile a lot, which I think, yeah, fuck, as long as he's banging him in like that. Mm. Yeah. But in, in that interview with Barry Anderson, he basically said he wants Hearts to buy his family a house. <laughs> Which Who is doesn't? Who doesn't? I know. <laughs> I mean, I've got a, there's a couple of houses empty next to me. Like, <laughs> Hearts need to just commit. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I think his family still lived down south, apparently, and there was <clears throat> chat that he, he wants a at least three year deal. Um, I thought well. you were going to say at least three bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long he's been at. I don't think he's moved his family up yet. He wants that sort of security as well. So yeah, that is quite a while, to be fair. Yeah. Can I just can I just give you a bit of clarity as well to that comparison um, to Jankowskis and Bedner? They played seventy-seven games between them and scored twenty-two goals. So the current setup's far better. Oh wow. Wow! Aye. Aye, this will this will be his the end of his third season here. So he came in in twenty twenty. Yeah, start of the championship season. Eh? Yeah, but then he got injured for like most of the championship season. Correct. Like we have to have Janelle. If we let him go over an argument of a thousand pounds a week or something like that, or a four bedroom, or a four bedroom <laughs> house. And. I wonder there's going to be an agent element as well. Like your agent's saying, yeah, wait and see what comes in the summer. Because, yeah. yeah. Like, he does want to move back down and someday, you know, bottom half of the championship, top of the league one offers, he'll take it. You've got yeah, to think. I, yeah, I, I agree with Cameron. I was actually thinking that today, like, with how well he's played this season, does he think he can get a move back to the championship now? Not well, just league one. I think he'll be thinking that. I mean, as a striker, I mean, it's the hardest thing to buy in football is a goal-scoring striker. And that's what Ginelli's ended up being this season. He's never a striker. He's not going to sign somebody as a winger after scoring these goals. So I'm sure he'll have offers on the table and he could go and get more money in League One. But at the very least, we've got to be offering him the same amount of money that Shanklin's on. We shouldn't be negotiating on the lower scale that he's going to be at. But... A mid owner. No, Shanko should be earning more. A wee bit more. They shouldn't they shouldn't be miles apart. He's also your captain, so there is a difference. Aye. Mm-hmm. It's just Shanklin's argument sake, you know what I mean? Same position in that, but I think like I mean if you're him, the smart thing to do is just sit until the summer. Like he's under no pressure to sign with anybody. No. If he doesn't sign, I won't be back. <laughs> <laughs> You're an Aberdeen fan anyway, mate, so it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm in the Ultras Aberdeen now. 
Moving on from Ginelli and uh, on to the next one for your consideration. With these two games to go, an answer now, do you just give the gig to Stephen Naismith? Where are you sitting on this one? I'm still a no. No. No, no. <laughs> Paddy? Uh, I, I mean, I said last week I already think he's got it, so my opinion doesn't matter in this situation. But well, would... That's what you think's happening, but would you want him? Uh, I'd still like to see the last two games of the season before I make a decision. That's no the fucking rule. <laughs> That's why I'm asking you now. <laughs> no, then. No. Simon, where do you stand? Okay. Be funny. Get him in. Yeah. I said, yeah. I said this as soon as he got the job. I remember putting it in the chat. I was like, guaranteed we get to the end of the season. And the answer was just down the corridor because it's very, <sighs> very hard. We do it every single time. And there's no pressure to do it this time. You could just wait. He's not going anywhere and go through a proper selection process. Because as we've said on this, if you're going to improve the players and you want to look at the management, well, go through a process. But no, we'll give him the job. We'll probably give him the job on Thursday when he beats Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if he beats Rangers, then he'll definitely get the job. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm shocked with myself because I was like, I wanted someone we've never heard of before. And I was all for Stendhal when he came in. And I want really wanted someone new to come into the Scottish football, but I really wouldn't mind if Stephen Naismith got it. I think he's, even with our defeat so far, I think he's shown enough that he's completely transformed the attitude of the players. Really like the style of football he's playing. Um, and I think he would develop an academy really well at the same time as developing players coming into the heart squad. I think we should give him the job. Correct. Ask me again after we get beat off Rangers. And- <laughs> <laughs> you, you're not a reactionary guy at all, I think. <laughs> exactly. So we shall see. Um, moving on from that stuff then, and speaking of Hibs, they've organised their big awards night for immediately after the derby. That's not risky at all, is it? <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> Let's fuck it up for them, please. Exactly. Get that on the dressing room wall. Ticket. And also, we have cancelled our big jambo day thing at Ingolston. Simon, what was it you called it? What did I call it? Huh. Like Jambocon, was it? Oh, man. Are you fucking asking me? I don't remember fucking yesterday. <laughs> well, it was good partner. That's why I was there trying to line up this morning. <laughs> Um, bye. Gamble con, no more. Um, I think just no one bought tickets. <laughs> it was so overpriced, man. 20 quid for a ticket. It? 20 quid for an adult and 12 pounds for a four and up. So, and they never even like it, wasn't even like beat the goalie. It's not like you could have a shot against Craig Gordon or that. <laughs> I would just be awful carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, aye, so that's finished. Um, Edinburgh Spartans have been promoted to League Two. Congratulations to them. Um, again, I'll say it probably for the fifth time on this podcast. <laughs> the third biggest team in Edinburgh, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking screamer. Um, Fiorentina are in the Conference League final, which makes us feel a bit better about ourselves, eh? Um, they will face the, the once hearts linked David Moyes <laughs> on his West Ham side. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> the once hearts linked by Jarvie, David Moyes. Right. 
It was, it was that close. We just chose Stenderley. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they not come here? He's out of a job. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yeah, and Moise's West Ham side. So David Moyes could be could join um, the greats such as Bill Shankly, Jock Steen, Matt Busby and Alex Ferguson as Scottish managers with European medals. It's quite cool to think about, eh? I, I think he deserves it as well. Aye, why not, eh? Why like, not? what have you done ever getting them into the Champions League and shit like that? Like, he has had some fucking amazing moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just a, like, a bit like, seems probably just like a very nice spot. Doesn't the media for some reason just don't take them? Hmm. I hope it gets beat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got nothing against him. I just hope West Ham get beat. Hmm. <laughs> no. No, it makes you it makes you a bit proud of your RB nation, eh? When you see that list, the best managers of it. I think it's just because I have accents. <laughs> <laughs> just go down really well when shouting at a bunch of boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Um, some transfer stuff. Um, we have apparently signed Stuart McKinstry on a pre-contract. Um, so he's been on loan at Motherwell from Leeds this season. Uh, features for Scotland under 21s. Uh, he was previously favoured by Bielsa at Leeds. So get him to Harps. Um, <laughs> got his debut off Bielsa and um, was regularly on the bench at Leeds. Um, Leeds actually signed him from Motherwell back in 2019 from the academy there. So it's um, an interesting one. Could be fucking good bit of business there. Because it doesn't seem like he's really got injury issues either. Like, it's not like he's just, can he get a game? Yeah. We can change that. <laughs> we can fuck that up. <laughs> that. That. <laughs> right. Welcome to the Orium. All the, all the equipment's broken. <laughs> and the showers aren't working. <laughs> so, I will see what happens there. Hopefully that's true. Hopefully that is true. And not our kickback to Harry Stone has signed a, a one-year contract extension. Uh, what a hot prospect this now 28-year-old man is. <laughs> um, good to have around for another year. Let's see if he has got any idea. <laughs> <laughs> they might, what they'll probably do is probably let, let him just fucking train with Xander and Gordon and see how he gets on. I think I'm cheesy's going, so ah, it'll be that third keeper there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll be first choice at breaking or something. <laughs> 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 yeah. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if we sign a keeper. Nah, probably not. We'll see. Um, and also, Mackenzie Kirk signed uh, another one-year extension as well. He scored 17 league goals in the Lowland League last season, so. Interesting one there. You'd you'd probably be hoping that he's gonna get like loaned to someone a decent league one side kind of thing. See how he does at that level, maybe. Or maybe Naismith will love him next season. Maybe he'll get his game, replace Janelli. Who knows? Do you think <laughs> just you're just talking about keepers there and have a thought? Do you think like Rangers are obviously having a wee change of like <laughs> change a player at that position do you think we could have like all three Scotland keepers <laughs> <laughs> sign John McLaughlin <laughs> I did have this on the agenda a couple of weeks ago I think it's a bad idea um, and finally Paddy Ivan Tony to Hearts rumours 
I mean, he's banned from playing in England, so I'd take him. Yeah. I did see he's not allowed to play abroad either or something. So. No, no, it doesn't say anything like that. He can gamble <laughs> up here as well if he wants. Don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Oh, Paddy, with the sensitivity and fragility it always needs. <laughs> I don't know, eh? <laughs> Christ. Um, bye. That's all the all the news stuff. Um, the Aberdeen game. Simon, well, there was a one change going into this one, I think. There was two. Um, the fullbacks changed. So last week we had James Hill and <laughs> Day Halliday. Um, this time we had Nathaniel Axon and Alex Cochran. Um, so it was the same lineup as the week before. Clark, Akerton, Civic, Rawls, Cochran, and then midfield Devlin Harden, like we said earlier. Yutaro Goda, Lauren Shanklin, Barry McCann, and Josh Janelli. I thought we were fucking excellent. I was quite disappointed to go 1-0 down. I've never seen us take 30 shots in a game, I don't think. It felt like we should have scored about 10. Um, it was a bit sensory overload. I was extremely hungover, as Cameron kind of guessed. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was very difficult. And then, so when we were doing the clap, there was a massive fight going on right behind us where all the stewards were like jumping in. I don't know if it was like upper P or upper N, but it just seemed to be a bit wild. And then all those fireworks started going off, and then Josh Janelli scored an absolute screamer, and I actually didn't even know where to look. It was just so Evan was so busy, his head was absolutely fried. I couldn't take in any bit of information. But I think we we're absolutely great. Nice. In fairness, we we nearly, we nearly missed the goal because we were watching a guy dressed as Michael Stewart, who looked like Michael Stewart, trying to put a bet on on his phone while no watching. <laughs> and also no standing up or clapping he was just sitting down trying to put a fucking bet on his phone right. well, Michael People. Stewart couldn't they put a bet on no it wasn't Michael Stewart it was a guy who was wearing a kit that Michael Stewart played in and looked maybe we shouldn't have dogs him didn't look anything like Michael Stewart <laughs> so he was wearing an old heart stop shoot with Stewart no he didn't have any name on the back Jesus Christ it was meant to be one joke <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing. Bye. Ah, well. And also, Paddy, you'd sent a message to the group chat like the moment Janelli struck the ball, and I fucking looked at your message and missed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it definitely wasn't because he scored, because I saw that about two minutes after it happened. So. <laughs> Those fireworks were loud. It was so confusing. Oh, man. Like, I thought it was class. I, like I thought it was brilliant, but I was it was very overstimulating. So could you see the fireworks above the wheat field? You could see it a wee bit because it was daylight, it was quite difficult. Yeah, but you could they were definitely going off like from behind the wheat field, I think. Right. Aye. I was aye. I know you it was a sensory overload. Aye. They were like well, I felt like like there must have been the way it vibrated around the stadium or something, but it was yeah. so fucking loud. Yeah. I I thought section N was attacking section G. <laughs> Civil war at hearts. <laughs> yeah, that sounds exactly like the kind of thing you'd think was happening. Good <laughs> <laughs> Danny Dyer explanation of it. <laughs> Fucking shitting myself. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I had to go for a piss. Like I was bursting on a piss and then Aberdeen scored. So I've done that dramatic thing of storming up. 
<laughs> man of the toilet. People a couple of hours in there, walking past the other guy coming back. Fucking shite every fucking week. Right. <laughs> well, it was funny because loads of people do that for dramatic effect. They go fucking hell and they go and buy like a Capri Sun. <laughs> but, right, I'm sure everyone's loving our review of the game. <laughs> the, the amount of people saying like oh, if they scored a second I'm out of here like, that's how it was like one of those moments where you're thinking that's our season done potentially here Aberdeen have scored um, but it, it did feel like it was against the run of play their goal I can't really remember them having too many chances apart from that I don't remember Clark coming today a lot no he didn't, he he didn't do anything for the goal so that was a problem ah, he, he flapped it that was an issue yeah, right. Clark was at fault for that one. They also had a, a big chance. It was another fucking indirect um, free kick. It was like a diving header at the back post and there was just no one anywhere near. I can't remember who it was that headed it again. It went just wide. It's just so concerning. Eh? It's been an issue now for the best part of like five months. Don't worry. <laughs> We're going to force Craig Halkett back on Wednesday and he'll be out for another fucking eight months. <laughs> <laughs> Be worth it if we beat Rangers, to be fair. <laughs> then just find yeah. someone else in the summer. <laughs> um, but yeah, Aberdeen had three shots in the first half. Um, and one of them was a goal. But yeah, first in the first half alone, 18 shots <laughs> from Hearts and five on target. It's great. And, and 71% possession. Just insane. Stephen Naismith is such a good manager. <laughs> it's it's the exact same players. So like the like maybe all the players just really fucking couldn't stand Naismith. Uh, Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Can't blame them for that. I know. I know we fucking couldn't. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all in all, um, Oda Simon, very good, wasn't he? Oh, he is excellent. He is absolutely excellent. I, I love everything about him. He's quality. Yeah. His, his attitude, his work rate, he doesn't seem like he seems confident. Like he's, uh, there was a point where um, Naismith was screaming at him when I think we were waiting for like a corner to come in or something. And he was like screaming at him because he was the closest person to him. And Oda just kind of like nod his head and was like, aye, 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 I know, I know, I know. And I like that from him. Like he's like, he understands what he's got to do. He's paying attention. He's feel confident enough to, to sort of be like, I, I get it, I get it. He's not just like this wee timid guy who's just here because he was good. Or he's worked to that how to deal with that nuts bald Scottish guy. Just to go, I, I, no bother. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, other other standouts on the day, Janelli and Shankland were were very good as a partnership. Um, Shanklin was a bit quiet but lethal when you needed him to be wasn't he kind of had Caddy's phases uh, Barry Mackay had one of his better games in a while again I, he seems to have picked up form when at home again under Naismith at least hasn't he I think Oda's really helped Mackay it's given defences a bit more to think about they can he just like load the side that he's on to make sure yeah. that he's not got an avenue that helps I think Shanklin got a lot more of the ball against St Mirren he just never got the ball which I think was a conscious effort to get Shanklin on the ball and at least in the opposition's half on the ball. So I think that was much better for the going forward. And again, do you know when we needed him, pulls a goal at the bag. He's he's become a very important player. How's that? Shanklin money, I'm telling you. Um <laughs> Peter Haring, outstanding. Cammy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Devlin, neat and tidy. Um, Alex Cochran 
you just, uh, I'd love Alex Cochran, so underrated. Uh. Best you know, inverted fullback in the planet. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's doing what these elite level clubs want fullbacks to do and be able to come into centre mid. Man mm-hmm. City do it, Arsenal do it. I'm sure there's other teams that play that Guardiola way. That they bring the left back and they have an extra centre mid in there. And if Alex Cochran can do that, we can make a lot of money for him. Yeah, I definitely. It's like um, Greg Taylor's done it so effectively under Postacoglu. Same, exact same shape that Celtic are doing. Um, like, he's a very intelligent player, Cochrane. I think that's quite clear to see now. And he's just got so much ability. You think how much he's improved since the beginning of last season when he joined. He's a fucking athlete as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, last but not least, just to say, Civic and Oles didn't have the best of the game. They really struggled up against... Um, the two big juggernauts for Aberdeen. I feel like they didn't win a duel in the whole game. But let's move they were, on. They were good enough. They they did what they had to do. I think Civics, see when he runs forward, I just love it. I want him to score every single time he does it. Yeah. He's so fast, but he's big. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to t- try and tackle him. No. We, we just desperately need somebody that can win ahead of us, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've it does that. seem a bit soft. Like, I do think that's one area Civic does need to improve on, like the sort of aggression and like being able to challenge. Because you know what? See, in Scotland, there's fucking massive huddies at every single set piece. So you've just got to get good at dealing with that. Yeah, exactly. One player we haven't mentioned saving the best of last year. Yep. Mr. Nathaniel. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. This has been three or four weeks on the trot now, Jarvie, that he's been the best player on the park. So <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> he was bloody brilliant. Absolutely. We've all been saying it's is it, it's just a confidence thing with Atkinson. If he if he gets like a good a run a good run of games, he's a good player. That he doesn't get in the Australian squad because he's shite. <laughs> like they're no great, but they're still a, like a good international side. Mm-hmm. He's brilliant. I feel like he made more tackles against Aberdeen. Than he has in any other game combined. <laughs> so, he, I just thought he had a really good game. I'll, I'll give him it. Um, <laughs> Johnny Hayes. Johnny Hayes but, had a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. But there was there was one point in the second half where I turned to Simon. I was like, that that's that moment that Nathaniel Atkinson will give you in every game where he was just caught upfield and he does the same thing. You remember when we used to have Cal Patton right back and they would be up upfield Aye. like away and they just completely forget that there's somebody mm-hmm. behind them. But um, no, he's been much better. I'll give him that. So, so that's you're saying it's like <laughs> He's not coming now. They've got they're getting promoted. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Fan Nicky Devlin's signing yep, yep. Aberdeen, so we're fucked. He also scored, <laughs> scored a, a, an equaliser to go five all to get them to the playoff final. He's he's not coming anywhere near. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck. He was playing right back though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Eh? Like you were saying before, he's genuinely been left wing for them all season. And then he just pops up at right wing back. Scores. <laughs> Scores. <laughs> just Cal Pat things. Bye. Lovely, lovely game of football. Puts us back in contention for. Let's, let's, let's chuck in Lauren Shanklin's goal. Well, go on then. Tell us a bit. <laughs> lovely ball across the box. I think it's Alex Cochran. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
brilliant finish at the front post. Very, like you said, he wasn't, he didn't have loads of opportunities in front of goal. There was a couple of like he curled one round outside of the post and he hit one over the bar, I think. Mm. But if you give him too many opportunities, even half chances, he's going to score. His finish is lethal. Aye, he is very good. Yeah, it was um, it was some finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we done the old hearts thing where we just went right. That's us up front. That's us up. Oh. Let's just every ten minutes we'll get slowly, slowly further back until mm-hmm. it's just like uncomfortable. We turned to each other and said, "That's it. We'll sit in there and <laughs> bang on." Like... Yeah, but in a way, it was that kind of cup final feeling of a game where we had to get, we had to win that. Yeah, a draw wasn't enough, so I can kind of for big games like that one. But the, the issue was Nielsen would do that against Dundee, Brecon. <laughs> I think there's one bit worth adding as well that we talked about. You know, class of players outstanding. I'll say one thing that you can't be outstanding and make everybody have a heart attack halfway through the first half when you. Like you've given away a stonewall penalty. Oh my god, this fell over. This is a very <laughs> odd situation, but I, I don't know if I'm alone here, but I, I don't think that's anywhere near to being a penalty. They both just no, at the time it looked. Oh, it looked like he just had them. <laughs> yeah. Where we are as well, we're like the complete worst angle for that. Mm-hmm. I had a pretty good angle off it, and I thought it was a penalty. I was like, oh, fucking hell. Nah, it was never a penalty. No, we were watching my fucking replays, buddy. <laughs> yeah, scary. Scary moment. Fair play to Clancy on that one. Credit with the shoe. Um, Paddy, you could, you, Paddy could have had the same angle, just didn't really want to come. Oh, I, I had mean, a bit of business that I needed to did you, did you? I mean, I guarantee if there's a ticket going next week and it's still on. Oh, I'm going. Goal, <laughs> I'm already all over it, Yeah, I'm already at the game. <laughs> of course you are <clears throat> the biggest glory hunter <laughs> <laughs> hmm. and you'll be in Florence next year eh? Turn up oh, I, I'm not a student anymore so I can afford to go <laughs> alright all right, all right, Mr Moneybags <laughs> oh, I so hope you get the wrong city and we all go somewhere else uh, <laughs> <laughs> well time to look ahead um, a massive double header this week. We've got Rangers on Wednesday, first of all. Um, our result is pretty much irrelevant, really. We've got to just go there and win a draw, doesn't mean anything. It's quite because it's quite bizarre because we're those two points behind and we're clear on goal difference. So we have to sadly put all our faith in St. Mirren and hope that they can at least get a draw away to Aberdeen and Pitbaudry. So in a, in a strange twist to the podcast, here's St Mirren's form going into this one. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, they've still got all to play for. They're in six. They're two points behind Hibs and six behind us in fourth. So they're trying to get a European qualifying spot in there somewhere. So they're going to go to Aberdeen and, and be playing for three points, which is what we need. So that's yeah. lined up quite well. Um, Aberdeen have been flying since Barry Robson came in, they beat everyone at home including Rangers and all kinds of stuff, but the last team to win at Pataudry was St Mirren yeah. earlier in the year. Is that not the game that Goodwin lost his job at? It was, aye. Because he got absolutely hammered. Uh, it was um, 
two and zero by Aberdeen. Absolutely, Aberdeen. St. beat Hearts two 0 and Nielsen lost his job as well. So uh, Bowen, the, Bowen, un- Bowen. the Undertakers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, good. I am recording. That was that was. <laughs> oh fucking hell! <laughs> fucking hell! You are. Um, and our form going into Rangers, well, we're very shite in Glasgow. <laughs> we can't even be thinking about us trying to fucking win this game. We just need to just hope St Mirren beat or draw. Like, that's like, let's not just fucking get our hopes up and think, well, if we just win, it's still in our hands. Nah, fuck <laughs> it. We'll 100% win. Rangers Aye. are down chills. They didn't give a fuck. They gave Morelos a run out. Fuck it. Last game at Ibrox. El and Bufalo. he always scores against us every fucking game. <laughs> he'll definitely score. <laughs> There's a good chance they do play kids and we'll be playing a full-strength team. Like We can't afford not to go to Ibrox and try and win. We're not going to be resting players to just go and, and play hard. Aye, I think by this time of the season, you're fit enough to do a game on Wednesday and a game on Saturday, surely. Like Just have yeah. less, less intense training sessions. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're going to be missing Cochrane, which is, I think, it is actually quite a big, big loss. Um, yeah. Especially fucking backups, Andy Halliday. Right, big, big homecoming queen. It kind of changes everything when, because of the way we play now underneath Smith. It does really change the way we play. I've but, got two, two, two points on like what Rangers might do. <laughs> right, see if they play the kids. They played the kids against us last year and we got beat 4-0 at Minecraft. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. Because the kids there come in and they get like very few chances and when they do, they're right up for it. And then the other thing is it didn't look like they rested that much and they just because they just horsed him yesterday 3-1. Yeah. That's a... Yeah, but that's tempo though. Beer hearts. Yeah. We are hearts. Well, a much better record against Rangers, eh? <laughs> but Rangers wouldn't go to Easter Road and just sit back and play a shitey score. But they're more inclined to play a bunch of kids at home for their last home game of the season. They're our big cousin. They can do us a big favour. Aye, come on, boys. They also hate Aberdeen. I mean, in fairness, did you see what they did yesterday? Conceding a goal in the 96th minute so that um, Celtic couldn't win the Women's League. That's something else. <laughs> some pattern like um moving beyond wednesday so let's let's keep all our fingers and toes crossed for the the paisley our paisley brothers (laughs) get at least a draw in pathology always respected (laughs) really nice fan base lovely part of the world I visit often. It's, it's my second <laughs> Yeah. I actually do. I've had many a Tesco meal deal. <laughs> um, right. Good good cuisine out there. <laughs> Why would you not want to have another club's pro shop at your stadium? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <bye. clears throat> Let's hope that we manage to keep our chances in it. So it comes down to the last game of the season. Celtic are playing Aberdeen. Celtic will be lifting the trophy that day. They might play a bit of a rotated squad because they've got the cup final the week after, but there's no way they're not going to be playing to win against Aberdeen. That's not the concern there. Celtic will win that game. 
I've looked at the stats. It's been confirmed. Celtic <laughs> Aberdeen, which means we simply have to beat Hibs on the final day of the season to get automatic qualifi- qualification. Oh, I think if it goes to that, it's going to be so nervy. <laughs> it's going to be oh, so no. nervy. Aye. Suddenly, it's the biggest derby. Well, since the semi-final last year. Oh, oh I'm not going with you then. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm in danger. <laughs> Massive game. Massive game. Can we do it? Is it going to happen? Yes. Yes. Hold that thought. Cameron, <laughs> buy or sell. Let's do it. Here we go. Last the last buy or sell of the season. Um, so for clarity, before we go through, these are across the two games. So for those of you who's putting this on social media, you need to do it before kickoff on Wednesday. All right. <laughs> Sound. Um, to bring you up to speed with the latest scores, there is a two-horse race for last going into this last week between oh. Jarvey and Paddy. Oh. On six, 61 for Jarvey, which is exactly 50%, right? Um, and 63 for Paddy. Up to Hammy, I think myself, Hammy, and Instagram fighting out for third place. 67, 69 for me, and Instagram 71. And then tied in the lead going into the final week is Simon and Twitter on 77. So, all to play for. There's five this week rather than four because I chucked one in at the end. Oh. Let's start. I mean, I thought about making double points and then realised that actually makes no difference whatsoever. (laughs) Um, Right. First one. A clean sheet for Hearts in either of these last two games. Now, for a bit of context, Hearts' last clean sheet came on the 4th of March versus St. Johnston. Bye. Tell. Can I just say I'm doing the opposites of Paddy on every question because it's the only way I can realistically you just you did it on one No, I'm two behind Oh, I thought you were Sorry Boo. Anyway <laughs> On number two and then I heard Mr Halkett's name being mentioned so uh, this is this was, I had to chat him um, Halkett or Boyce to make the bench in either of the last two games Bye. Well, thinking, thinking. On you go, Jarvie. <laughs> no, I've got all night. I'll wait out. It's going to be very good for the podcast, but I'll wait out. <laughs> uh, I'll buy that. I think I'll sell that one. Right, imagine that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it. Um, I really hope that we don't just rush either of them back in for it so but we'll see um this one on the back of the basically the last chance to ask this question and had to be asked cool will be named on the bench <laughs> in both games but get no minutes oh i'm gonna <laughs> buy that actually yeah tell oh you think he gets some time no i don't think he makes the bench in both games <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. nice Have your first up this time. Um, I'll sell it. I'll sell it too. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I'm absolutely buying it. I do not think we ever see him play. So there you go. <laughs> um, 
This one, a bit punchy, a bit of putting anyway. Shank on currently on 27 goals. Does he get to 30 by the end of the season? <laughs> Sell. Sell. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Oh, yes, Hammy, I'm buying it with you. There we go. Oh, He's getting none midweek and a hat trick next weekend. <laughs> oh, weekend. And then this is the fifth one that it had to be chucked in because it's the big question. Do we finish third? Bye. bye. Yeah, bye. bye. I'd already put bye in. You weren't getting a choice. But there you go. <laughs> Back to Florence. Here we go. So there you it, go. It'll just be the same group, say. Aye. <laughs> like a local tournament. <laughs> I'll book the Red Garter now, just in case. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps well, not already on the whole. <laughs> Best fans ever had. Let's speak to another team's media team. Well, I like Basil. Best fans we've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Well, that's all we've got time for today. So join us la- uh, join us last week. Fucking hell. Join us next week as we look back at Rangers and Hibs, discuss our uh, European jolly plans, look back at the season in glee, and all praise to our new fearless leader, Stephen Naismith. <laughs> um, that'll, that'll be our second last podcast of the season because... We've still got the big, big fat quiz of the year to do, and the awards pod. So that'll be a big one. The, week the best pod of the year. Aye, aye. <laughs> the best one. The Sponsored, by... <laughs> Sponsored by Hazy Jane's again this year. Aye. <laughs> yeah, good night. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast and play along with the last week of buy or sell. And don't forget to leave us a generous star rating on whatever you're listening through. So until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts. Why not for old time's sake? (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you again soon.